Hey there, it's Carolyn. Before we start today's podcast, I wanted to tell you about a brand new challenge that we have starting over in the Homestead Kitchen membership really soon. This one is all about making your very own herbal oils and culinary oils and cosmetic oils and turning them into salves and balms for your herbal medicine cabinet. If you're interested in joining me for the Herbal Oils and Salves Challenge, then go to homesteadingfamily.com forward slash podcast dash herbal oils. Again, that's homesteadingfamily.com forward slash podcast dash herbal oils. Hey, you guys, this is Josh and Carolyn with Homesteading Family, and welcome to this week's episode of the Pantry Chat Food for Thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> this week, we're going to be talking about how to keep, keep the holiday season sane. And we're back here laughing because at this moment, our house does not feel sane, and we feel very unqualified to be talking about We this have right no now. clue. So. <laughs> 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 so this is an exploratory discussion, right? <laughs> no, yeah. we, we're having a big pie-making day upstairs with a lot of young ladies enjoying themselves, making pies, and they're right over our heads. Which is great. It is good holiday cheer, but along with that, there's all kinds of other things. We got four inches of snow last night, and things have to be plowed, and yeah, and uh and you're it's not just, exactly and, dressed and, the way you're normally and, well, dressed. Well, you can see here. what I thought I was going to be doing this morning. I didn't even realize we were filming this morning. So I got up thinking I was going to go out uh, hunting uh, this morning. But we'll make it out this afternoon. And we have uh, one more. Our, let's see, fourth daughter, Brianna, it's her first year hunting. So trying to get her her deer this year. I think that's our second daughter. But, you know, fourth child. Second it daughter, works fourth out. child, right. Yeah. For those of you guys who are joining on podcast and you can't see, Josh is in camo from head to toe pretty much right now and sporting the uh, North Idaho fall men's look right here. This is kind of the normal wear that you see on men in North Idaho. Pretty much. Um, this time of year. So yep. here you go. It's a fashion statement. <laughs> <laughs> okay well we're out a little out of form this morning we don't even have a question of the day or anything but that's okay we're just gonna go for it so so yeah yeah exactly what have you been up to what have i been up to well today specifically plowing snow yes and um getting ready for hunting for the day been out hunting a little bit not too much but gonna have a little bit of availability here so excited for that um man just getting ready for winter really we had this first snow coming and i have a feeling that it's gonna stay usually this time yeah. of year um we get and we've actually had snow on the ground for oof, three weeks four weeks now a little bit yeah yeah a little bit but then we got a bit last night and i just usually it'll snow in november and it'll go away and the first week or two in december will be will clear up and then the snow sets in mid-december that's that's a been a pretty normal pattern for us yeah it feels different this year i i've got a feeling that the snow is just going to stay so we've been just really working to batten down the houches and get ready for snow and uh just all kinds of pieces around the property mm -hmm. chains on the tractor for plowing because uh, i think it's gonna be a lot of snow actually um you know it's all a guess. What do I know? But trying to be prepared. So really, it's just been getting ready for that. 
and um, was filming with Dr. Patrick Jones recently. That was really cool for the School of Traditional Skills. Going to be a new class coming out. Yeah, that's exciting. That is exciting. That's going to be an herbal first aid class, and that is that's Very really cool. exciting. So it's first aid. It's basic first aid. Yeah. But so there's, you know, standard things, splinting, dealing with cuts, burns, eye issues, all that stuff that, you know, it's just basic first aid. But applying herbs to deal with healing, with stopping bleeding, with dealing with pain. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, really cool. He's a super neat guy. Excited for that. And uh, that class will be coming out in January. Of course, we'll let you guys know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of been been it here. What about you? I, I've just been trying to keep up with everything. I know we get a lot of questions about how pregnancy is going. Everything's going fine. Just humming along. I'm about 20, moving towards 26 weeks pregnant now. So yeah, you're almost I, end of second trimester. I am. I'm almost into the third trimester. I just got, you know, this is the first time I've had a lot of pregnancies. This is the first time I've ever had a pregnancy app on my phone is very fascinating. You know, who decides what is when it today? the baby is this? I think we're at a rutabaga. A rutabaga. She's yeah, a rutabaga. somehow the baby is supposedly the size of a rutabaga right now, and next week it's going to be the size of a leek. Who decides these things is completely... I, I actually don't, don't think that they know their vegetables very well. Well, I was going to say they're, they're a vegetable person, not like a geologist. Yes, that's true. <laughs> I That's a good thing because I would not have a clue. But, um, but yeah, and I just got the notification that I'm, I'm pretty much at 100 days until my due date. So we're, yeah. we're counting so down the days now. We're, so are you liking the app for the moms? And maybe you and Lacey talked about this. I don't know. but I but, don't think um, we did. Do, are you liking the app? But you're saying it's the first time you've ever had one i feel like it's very silly helpful or just kind of yeah i think if you are a first-time mom then it probably has a lot of good answers to questions but um but mostly i just do it for the entertainment factor of figuring out what kind of vegetable we have this week (laughs) so so, uh so yeah anyways that's that's been kind of silly but um but yeah so I'm doing well on that front. Uh, morning sickness is totally gone. So thankful. Luckily, once I leave the morning sickness, it it's gone. It does not um, last, which is good because okay. for some people it goes on for yeah. a really long time. So then, you know, we've just been really working on getting a lot of school done, a lot of homeschool done, wrapping up the preserving. We've had different butcher days the last couple of weeks. Yeah, we finished, forgot about that. We yeah. finished up our butchering, and, except for any venison that comes in with, yeah. with the sheep. Yeah, we got yeah. a couple of sheep into the freezer, and um, and so we're kind of dialing down. And we just have, a, have to have a big grind day, and we have to do a big rendering day, and then we'll kind of pretty much be calling a good except for you know venison that comes in so hey we made some bacon yes we did we, some, did, we, 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 haven't, some we haven't done our own in a while bacon. yeah yeah we we make bacon the way brandon sheard does farmstead meat smith mm-hmm. yeah it's actually who we learned from and mm-hmm. it's been a little while since we've done that because we've been sending out to butcher it's been so busy but we just yeah. really don't like it as well as just you know processing ourselves and really getting things the way we want and getting this bacon this one so i'm excited right the bacon is hanging and should be good to go in a couple of weeks. 
Yeah, I think we can eat it anytime. And in about three days, if we're going to smoke it, we can smoke it. And that's what I'm kind of rooting for. I really like a good smoked bacon. So just got to see what we have for uh, you chips. have to cold smoke it. So you want to make sure you can't like throw it into your smoker and let it get hot. You have to do it yeah. cold. And so you have to make sure there's no heat associated or very little heat associated with the smoke. So you have to kind of have a different setup. And um, it's not hard to do. You just have to set it up yeah. to do it. Yeah. So it's a little bit of a different setup than we have just kind of ready to go off. Yeah, well, we can do that. We've got a Traeger, so it's just setting it up over the Traeger. You wouldn't want to do yeah. it in it. That would be a hot smoke, which we don't yeah. want to do. But So we'll like um, hang it from the eaves, hang the bacon from the eaves, and have the Traeger below it and open mm. that sort of a, a setup so that you're getting the smoke without the heat is the way you want to do that sort of stuff. I don't so. want to make a promise, but... It's worth a video. We'll see if I can get set up for that. That'd be cool. That would be cool. That'd be Because it's really pretty simple. It's one of those things that seems a little scary or complicated, but it's, it's, pretty it's really not. Yeah. You can really DIY it yeah. very easily. Good. Okay. Well, no question of the day. So we're going to jump right into the topic, which is how to keep the holidays sane. And, you know, this is something that... As I speak to more and more people in my generation and younger, a lot of people have really bad memories associated with the holidays, actually. A lot of stress, a lot of scramble, and Mm -hmm. a lot of family tension is like kind of people's stories. And so more and more people are like, I don't really want to have anything to do with that. And so for me, I take that personally as a challenge to change that pattern and say, you know, all of the should do's, all of the, you know, what we have to have our houses look like, it has to be perfect, all of the the running around to this and that and the other, it's having a negative effect. And people aren't walking away with these great, warm, fuzzy memories of, you know, family time together and the holidays. There's just a lot of pressure. There's a lot of pressure. You know, even the gift giving, it's great. Of course, we want to be thinking about others and we want to, but sometimes it's just like so much pressure because you feel like you have to do Mm -hmm. so much with limited budgets and you feel this pressure and you feel like you're failing if you can't get it all done or you can't get everybody something of equal value or mm-hmm. or whatever and it, it starts to feel lost and I know I resonate with that I yeah. feel that you know over the years of just like oh my gosh this is such a pressure thing I want to do something nice for people but you know and 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 then you get to yeah it just it gets overwhelming I think it gets overwhelming and I think that the bigger point of that is that sometimes, especially as moms, I know, but dads take this on too. We want to do all the things, even if we're taking that pressure on ourselves, because we think we're doing something positive for our family, you know, creating traditions or, or doing something really nice for the family. And a lot of times, you know, sometimes let's be real. Sometimes getting dinner on the table is taking pressure, <laughs> on, right? Like we, we make those decisions all the time that, okay, we can do a little more work. We can be out of our comfort zone. We can be a little stressed to make something happen for our family. But I think in the case of this, we have to be really careful to go, actually, I'm doing the opposite for my family because I'm creating, I'm adding to this pressurized scenario. Mom stressed, dad stressed, you know, you're stressed right into the new year when you look at the credit card bill or whatever it is that you've done. I know a lot of people have that problem. And so really taking a serious look at what what's the point? Like, why are we doing this? Is it just because all of the Better Homes and Garden magazines are on the grocery store rack and they're marketing to us really well and we feel like our house has to look like that? Mm. 
or we feel like we're a failure as a parent or a part of society if we're not jumping in and doing all of the things. And, you know, all the things are great. A lot of times they're church activities and their family activities mm-hmm. and their, you know, play group or homeschool activities or school activities. You know, there's just all this stuff, but there's always another activity. There's always another thing. So so why are we doing this? And I think people probably have different reasons. And we're we've said holidays, but I think we're kind of talking about Christmas here, particularly, yeah, particularly coming out Christmas. of Thanksgving. I think most mm-hmm. of us, most people I talk to love Thanksgiving. And I think one of the reasons is because it's not commercialized. It's not not high pressure. I mean, it's a lot of work to get food on the table, but it's generally people you love mm-hmm. coming together and enjoying a meal together and being thankful. I mean, it's pretty simple. So, but we move past that and we get into Christmas and then there's all the pressure and why are we, you know, why are we doing this? And, mm-hmm. you know, I know for us, it's, it's Christmas. It's about Jesus. It's about celebrating the birth of our savior. And so I think we have to come back to that. Yeah. And I understand some of you out there, maybe that's different, but that's really the heart of of Christmas and where it starts. And that's what it is for us and for many of you. And so I think we have to come back to, you know, that that's the why Mm -hmm. we're celebrating something because of this gift of life that we have. How do we respond to that or think about doing things differently in this context that's become so commercialized and pressurized and coming back to focusing on that yet still celebrating and and enjoying the the heart of that celebration with people? You know what the big answer to all of this is? And it's the hard answer that we don't always like. And that's the word no. (laughs) (laughs) No, just no. It actually gets easier the more you do it. Um, but a lot of that is just to start saying, so like, no, let's, so like, so give some all. examples. So no can be positive is where you're going. Right. What, what are some examples of saying no as a, maybe a positive and that benefit that's going to, you know, bring yeah. back pressure and help us focus on the why it's the, the, no, we can't make it to that event and no, we can't make it to that event and no, we're not going to do that other potluck, but instead protecting your, um, sanity and your family sanity and a special time together to actually focus on the real reasons. Mm-hmm. No, we don't all need to buy gifts. No, I'm sorry. We love the man, but he doesn't need a gift just like everybody other person who's affected your life this year. He should be getting tokens of thankfulness all year long, mm-hmm. but you don't need to go out of your way to make sure everybody has everything um, during the holiday season. Or you can you can minimize those, I think. You can, you know, somebody can write a nice little card, mm-hmm. Merry Christmas card. Yeah. And write one, you guys. And I know I come from the generation, or at least my my parents and grandparents love cards. And cards are cool. And, and a card, homemade card, can be an expensive way to share the chair. But but cards these days, five, seven dollars a piece. Mm-hmm. You know, I know I struggled with that when we were getting started. It was like, how in the world do we afford to send a card to everybody, let alone gifts to all the people in our sphere and so i I think that's one that's a good no is like you know you can send something out digitally to everybody Mm -hmm. you get the kids together and make a few handmade cards and one goes to a family Mm -hmm. Uh, some good things to do where you're bringing people together and making it a fun experience it doesn't have to be all as perfect as a hallmark card is right but you can send some love and some some christmas uh cheer and wishes to somebody Mm-hmm. Without spending, you know, without that pressure of spending, you know, easily $200 just on cards. Yeah, you really can. And I think that that really hits at the heart of it is bringing people together to do the things that take the pressure off. So instead of just, you know, let's do a holiday craft or a Christmas craft with the kids, 
make the cards you're going to send out, make the cookies that you're going to hand to everybody, you know, that you're going to put out for the mailman or for that you're going to do, like do that together and make that a holiday event, a mainstay holiday event, because that creates fun memories. You're making something together. You're able to sit around and laugh, let go of the high standards. They don't have to look like Martha Stewart cookies. Like they're not, they don't have to be perfect. Let it go. You don't need five different colors of icing to put on your, unless that's what you love doing, you know, but but it's okay to drop the standards and to make it about doing things together and not about this perfect picture of everything. So I want to clarify that though, because you're talking about saying no to going and doing events, you mm-hmm. know, doing things, but then we're talking about doing things together. So I think there's what what's in all of that is there's this balance of like, you don't have to go do everything, right? but pick carefully the things that you can do together with family and, and even with friends in a way that brings it together, makes it joyful. Mm-hmm. but isn't so much that you're just feeling like, I got to go here, I got to go there, I got to go this, I got to go to that, and I'm getting run over. I, right. I think that's what that's, how that works. Uh, yeah, I, I absolutely, yeah, that's exactly what I'm trying to say there. And, um, you know, bringing the family together early in the season and voting on or getting everybody's like have to event, what's the one thing that if you did this holiday season, this Christmas season, mm. Um, you would just feel like you've done Christmas, you know, and making sure you're hitting everybody's big one thing and then trying to not do any more things than that, really, yeah. you know, and that starts to cover it. And you, that, that starts giving you a rubric for what to say no to, right? Yeah. It's like that wasn't even on anybody's list. So let's just not do it. So that's a good one. Another really, really good thing to say no to that's going to super reduce your stress is the sugar. I mean, (laughs) we all like the sugar. Oh, man, come on. I'm sorry. This is a a mom (laughs) comment, right? We all like the sugar. It's a great excuse. But the entire month of December cannot be an excuse, right? This is just... (laughs) No, you're not. <laughs> because we don't feel well after we have an entire month of sugar oh, as an excuse. Oh, that's always wrong on December 26th. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, sure, open up the sugar, have the chocolates, have all the goodies when it comes down to the day or two days or something like that. But it everywhere you go is going to have cookies. So I can buy two pounds of C's candy instead of 10 this year. Is that what you're saying? Yes, please. That would be wonderful. <laughs> we, love, we love C's candy, so I always get everybody. And a couple of years there, I was trying to get everybody likes different things, right? And they go fast. So anyways, I think we'll, we'll scale back. Okay. We also have 13 people in the household all the time. So we do easily consume more right, than I everybody else. I buying that at 10 pounds. <laughs> Pound per per, that's 13 pounds. So the point is, <laughs> choose, choose the carrot sticks with ranch dressing. You know, if you have to. Oh, come on. I'm sorry. Nobody's going to come on. Salami, does that work? Can we have some like salami and cheese or something? But So, so it, at least mix it in a little bit. It doesn't we don't have, have to have all be sugar. You can say no to the sugar and you don't have to feel guilty. You may have to stand your ground a little bit. Yeah, but... well, taking good care of us and that's good. But you See, will feel better when it comes around to the end of the season because, you know, not only does that 
well, I mean, gain weight, you know, drop your immune system, all the things that mm-hmm. sugar does for yeah. you. But the other side of it is it is that excitotoxin, which means that it is ramping up your own hormone system and it is creating a stress level in your body, whether you f- you're feeling it offhand or not. And you start doing that day after day after day. And then the kids are doing that. And your husband's doing that. The, the stress does ramp up and the activity ramps up and it becomes harder to control. And then you start having bigger mood swings because people blood sh- people's blood sugars jumping all over it. Do you see my case here? I absolutely do. I, 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 I do have causes. to say is I'm not the one in the household that has a problem regulating my control of chocolate. But. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we say no to it coming in the house because once it's there, it's hard to say no, <laughs> at least for me. But um, uh, Very, very good point, I think. Yeah. Just regulating sugar and we do. We all overdo it and it's got consequences. Yeah, it really does. And it, it, you won't feel well yeah. by the end of the season. So let's talk about gifts a little bit. Yes. Because that's please. obviously a let's big one. And it's a, it's a, it is the season of giving. And that is a wonderful, wonderful thing. So I don't want us to come off as like we're, you know, not not about giving. And, right. Because we are. But it, it, it can be a huge burden for people. And I know for me, when I was younger, even before we were married, just, you know, that was big in my family. And so I felt this like mm-hmm. burden to run around and get all these gifts for all these people. I didn't really have the money. And so it was mm-hmm. like super stressful and was like ah why, why are we doing this um and i, I like what we've done mm-hmm. you know which is we keep generally the gifts to the household mm-hmm. you know we do we do little handmade cards and we call people and we do things like that to, to save money but in the house and i know we've probably talked about this some more before but the the um what do we call that what's the name of that way we so do the, the gifts the, there's a, the general cultural term is secret santa uh, we don't yeah. really do a lot of Santa, really in our do house, Santa so I don't think yeah. we have a name for it, but. but. But it's 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 an exchange really where everybody blindly picks a name out of the hat. You keep it yourself, and you're buying one gift for that person that you get. And so that means you're just in our household. You're only getting one gift. You're not getting four or five, or in our case, thirteen. Right. Um, but and that helps you to focus on that one person. And you know what? Our kids have loved that. They haven't felt chipped or haven't felt. They really haven't. Bad. And a matter of fact, it's it's been a lot of fun to see the creativity. But we even saw stress in that, especially as people got a little older and they really want to get something cool but they don't know what to do and they, they want to make the person happy and so i love what you did this year where we actually went around the table and people had to think about three things and there's a budget for us and, and right we yeah. set a budget each person can only spend so much mm-hmm. and so then each person had to share three things that they would like to receive right and not that that's what has to be gotten but in, in but so it gives people ideas and it helps them out a little bit if they're just really stuck right. and I, I think that was good because i think that relieved a little bit of stress and pressure from some people it did they were really struggling like they want to get something really nice for this person but they just don't know and of course it's hard to fit a budget and and so everybody just sharing some ideas that would fit into that budget that they would like Mm -hmm. uh i I thought that was really helpful and really neat so just to answer some questions that are gonna pop up about this about what we're talking about and clarifications all of us in the household do it so the even the little kids mom and dad we only give one gift each to whoever we draw out of the hat so we're not giving a gift to every child but everybody's going to receive a gift. Now, for the younger kids, we do jump in and help them choose an appropriate gift. Right. 
right. that would actually be a blessing to the the recipient of the gift. This year, the budget is at forty dollars for a gift. Thirty dollars. I was thinking thirty. I think we it's thirty dollars. Yeah. Um, so which is tough these days. It be. is tough to get something good. It, we're always encouraging people to hand make make things. Yep. Do something special for that person that they'll really like. But again, the bonus of this and the real benefit of this is teaching people how to focus on one person and how to give a gift that somebody else is going to really treasure and not just give the gift that you find quickly or give the thing that you have, you know, that you want to give, but rather to bless the other person. And so this, I got to say, this was really hard for me as a mom. And you had suggested this, I think, for a couple of years before I was okay with it. Can I add to something too before you go on? Because there are past videos and stuff where we've talked a lot about making gifts Mm -hmm. and making gifts are great. But in our family, as the family got large, it became a huge burden, Mm -hmm. especially for a mom in the house to help all these little people make a gift the project just became huge and that became a huge stressor (laughs) and so i felt like we needed something a little bit different that allowed a little flexibility so she wasn't having to guide everybody making so many things it went the other direction so i think in a certain family size that can work great you can you can make things and that can be great but it, it got a little big for us and it was hard to get done within the flow of life hence that, that's where you, especially if you see some of the old videos and what mm-hmm. you're about to talk to, that, that's where that shift is and going, you know, we, we've got to do this a little bit differently. Not that people can't make things and we still encourage them to, right. but they have the freedom to to also buy something or, or buy the parts to make something or whatever. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. What was I about to talk about? Because I've forgotten when I was Sorry. listening to you. <laughs> It was that glitch. Can I blame it on a pregnancy? Oh, I'm, absolutely. I'm totally taking the, the pregnancy the card here. Yeah. So anyways, just wanted to clarify a few of those. Uh, those th- oh, no, I remember. Yeah. Um, you know, for me as a mom, this was really hard yeah. for me to think about going away from giving each child a gift and making sure each child felt loved. And so we kind of came up with a compromise. One, now, like, there's no looking back. I am so glad we have done this. This has removed so much stress from our season. Totally love it. Um, but right at that time when I was really struggling with it, what we did is we went ahead and we got everybody nice stockings. Yeah. And we do fill the stockings up. And the stockings we fill up with just little things, you know, from... More knick-knacky or useful. Yeah, little... uh, Everybody in this house wants rechargeable batteries. You know, that's just a thing. Double A, triple A, rechargeable batteries. So I usually throw a couple packs of those in there. And, you know, hand warmers for when they're out playing in the snow. And, um, you know, little, a couple of little like goodies, sweet goodies, things like that. A lot of times little keychain flashlights or stuff like that that they'll use throughout the year that they really like having. Um, that's a place. And then the other kids now have figured out they they jump into the stocking thing because a lot of them will be like, oh, I really want to make this thing and I want to give one to every every person. And so they all do their own contribution. But then one of the big things that we started doing is we actually go to the grocery store like the day or two before uh, uh, Christmas and we get all sorts of fun tropical fruits that we don't usually buy. Mm. And we pass those out among the stockings. And the kids have come to treasure that moment. Oh, they love it when they get a mango or a kiwi. Yeah. They're all different in which ones they like. We just kind of like sprinkle them around. Pineapple. We get a whole bunch and stuff, you know, finish filling the stockings with that. And maybe if your house, you guys 
buy those things all the time, maybe that's not very, you know, maybe that wouldn't be the thing. Maybe you'd have to think creatively about what that is. But in our house, we're just not bringing in tropical fruit all the time for everybody. So it's a big deal. And it's really, you know, widely looked forward to. Then we'll all take our fruit and go to the kitchen. And, you know, everybody likes nibbling on each other's and trying different things. If they have anything really outside the normal in the grocery store, which sometimes Mm -hmm. they do, you know, you get like dragon fruit or star Mm -hmm. fruit or some of these fun different things. We make sure we grab those and uh, get those in there for a lot of fun. And they really love that. And that stocking kind of contains that and everybody works within that. So it's not everything big, but it's these little things. And and so that spreads the cheer a little bit and it's a little fun. People can drop things in there. So it adds to the other part of things. We'll often find like little army men or, you know, things like that in the, in the, that the little kids contribute to the stocking. I want to talk about one more so we can, because we're going to get out of time here and we've, we've got another appointment we've got to get to, but, um, and I think that is the meals and something that we've done and that you've done is to simplify the meals. And it's wonderful to have these big expansive meals with so many different things on it, but it's a lot of work to cook and prepare. And so just simplifying the meals you know, yeah. has been, I think, very helpful in taking the pressure off the kitchen and the to-do list and, and just doing less. Yeah. You know. Doing and, doing less and not being afraid to get more help in doing it. Even when it comes down to if you're going to do a big meal, maybe it's Christmas Day and mm-hmm. you're going to have a big meal. If you have guests coming over, make sure you go ahead and ask them to bring something. I doesn't. You don't even have to tell them what to bring. You can just say, bring your favorite Christmas dish to put on the table but even in your own house if you have people who are old enough to cook um, maybe they aren't the regular chefs in the kitchen but they are capable give them a you know this year you've got green beans or this year you've got this and let them go ahead and participate and get involved in that to take the pressure off the main chef and to make it a a learning thing where maybe you can all be in the kitchen working together and you can make it a front fun moment, you know, put oh, on yeah. some loud Christmas yeah. music and sing together. Whatever it is that uh, brings joy to your family, go ahead and indulge in that moment, the cooking together moment and getting help there and then getting it onto the table. But you don't have mm-hmm. to have a week of phenomenal meals. <laughs> <laughs> you know, tamales are great. Uh, breakfast casseroles beforehand. You guys know me. I'm all into the breakfast casseroles. We do the fancy breakfast casseroles for a holiday week, mm. right? <laughs> but um, but we still want to make it, uh, you know, everybody needs to leave the week rested and feeling joyful and celebratory. Well, and, and focused on the why. Yeah, yeah, and being able to ultimately focus on the why. And of course, it's about family coming together, but it's really about the gift of life that we have. And if we're, whatever we're doing takes us away from that, then it, the question becomes, why? Why are we doing yeah. this? And so, you know, eliminate those things that are getting in the way of the why and the spirit and and then find out how to do the things that you want to keep in a way that helps you focus on things and focus on each other and enjoy that why together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know what? Sometimes that means, you know, and uh, means, you know, a, a couple phone calls, but we don't even stress about the phone calls if, mm-hmm. if we don't talk to everybody. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, we've, we have people right here. And I think that's part of it, just starting to work toward a close is, is, um, it's wonderful to talk to everybody. You don't have to talk to everybody on Christmas Day. No. You can talk to them the next day or the day before and Absolutely. spread that all out and, and just, be able to be right here, right together, and enjoy that why Yeah, together. And always be looking for somebody who may not have a place to be and may be feeling alone. Mm. 
and, um, you know, try and bring them into the family and bring them into the festivities. Uh, That can be really hard for people this time of year if they're alone and there's a lot of things going on. So just invite them to do the low stress thing that you're doing, you know, alongside you. And if you're that person that's alone, look for things that you can do around, um, you know, around the community and get involved because there's a lot of opportunities out there. Yeah. And hey, I'm sure a lot of you guys have a lot of great ideas. So share them, you know, share them in the comments below with other people. We're just one house, one group of people. And as we said, when we started, we don't have it nailed down. (laughs) It still gets crazy. Um, But share your ideas and what you guys do to, you know, get centered back on the why and and make the season what it's supposed to be about. And that that helps everybody. And we all get to learn from seeing what neat things you guys are doing absolutely you guys have a wonderful season a wonderful lead up to christmas here i think we'll be here again before i don't know but i I can't remember okay we are taking the end of the year completely off of publishing anything we're going to take a couple weeks off so we're going to go really quiet for a few weeks and we are simplifying for that season and just hanging out with family and um and you know getting a little bit of time to focus on christ is the center of what's going on in our life here and so um so yeah we may disappear but we also might have one more pantry check coming up i can't remember well we'll just say it now and we'll say it again merry christmas we're thankful for for all of you guys and for this last year together and we're looking forward to next year merry christmas if we don't see if we do we'll say merry christmas again all right sounds good god bless bye-bye bye Thanks for listening to this episode of the Pantry Chat, Food for Thought. If you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, rate, and review. To view the show notes and any other resources mentioned on this episode, you can learn more at homesteadingfamily.com slash podcast. We'll see you soon. Goodbye.